the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And you're more than welcome to join us anytime you want. All you have to do is just give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And if you have a car question, and you can frame it like my husband says, or you can frame it like my wife insists, or my father-in-law says this, you can do any of those kinds of things because it's not going to make any difference when it gets down to it. So um, we take all kinds of car questions, and, and what works well is is that you tell me what kind of car it is first, car, truck, motor, home, whatever. This is the uh, what we're talking about, and this is, excuse me, this is the problem we're having. It's overheating, or it's pulling to the right, or it cranks over, but it doesn't start. And then we're going to have some question and answer time. So I'm going to ask you questions, and you'll answer them, and the answers are pretty simple. Yes, no, or I don't know. Now, the men have to practice the I don't know. The women don't have to practice that, but the men do. (laughs) Nevertheless, we'll take any kind of call you've got. And uh, we'll start off with right now our industry is is different than it was even a year ago. Um, There is a whole lot of, of stuff going on right now, shenanigans. I call them shenanigans, and I don't mean that to have a heavily negative connotation, but when you... There's many of you that are taking your car in for service, and um, and you're getting a laundry list of stuff that it needs. Here's the problem. In the old days, we got to chomp on your wallet every 3,000 miles when you came in for an oil change. And we got to sell you a tire rotation or an air conditioning service or a battery service or bring to your attention an oil leak or a ball tire or an alignment, that kind of stuff. That's what it was a long time ago. Well... Today, with oil changes, most of you are going to change your oil somewhere between 7,500 and 15,000 miles. We don't get all that business. So what our industry, what my industry is doing now is is we're making up our own um, time frames. So they, it pales into comparison with the one that's in your owner's manual, but we're making those up into almost an annual thing. So... Uh, you're probably going to get, you need an alignment. Well, it's just, you know, you're just due. And that's just not really good enough because if you need an alignment, there's going to be symptoms and the driver's going to know about 75% of the symptoms and the other 25% is going to be a tire wear issue that should be recognizable by the person changing the oil. So you have all these dynamics going on. And in the old days, every 30,000 miles, we did fluids. We did brake fluid, transmission service, cooling system, power steering fluid, differential fluid, transfer case fluid. We did all that at 30. Today it's all 100, 80 to 100. So the best thing you can do to save yourself a lot of money is familiarize yourself with the owner's manual. 
and familiarize yourself with the time frame that the owner's manual calls for. So I think you'll find that many of many of the big ticket items are going to be between 80 and 100,000 miles. That means you're going to drive pretty much uneventful for 80 to 120 100,000 miles. That means you're going to have oil changes and tire rotations and and the re, when we do a tire rotation we should check your brakes because the brakes are right there. So when we take the tire off, we look at the brakes and then we t- put the front on the back and the back on the front or however the shop decides to rotate your tires, but that's really what it's all about. And then when you get the, the estimate that Mrs. Jones, um, we've noticed that you've got a rack and pinion leaking pretty profusely, or it's leaking, and uh, and I went ahead and gave you an estimate that the rack, the labor, and the alignment afterwards is going to be about $1,200, ma'am. And you're, you might be thinking to yourself, my car doesn't leak any oil. My car doesn't drip any oil. And so ask those questions. Well, would you point out to me where the leak is at? Can we see it from, can you lift the hood and show me? Um, would it be appropriate if um, if I could have one of you guys take a picture and send it to me of my car up in the air and if there's a problem, uh, send a picture. You know, my brother's a mechanic. He lives in Alabama, and he always says, you know, let me see pictures of what they want to do. So that's what I'm doing. So come up with a story that just works. But it's unfortunate that we all can't just be on the same plane. It's unfortunate we can't all be on the same rule book. It's unfortunate that many shops um, depend on huge debt service, and as a result, they can't really afford to wait to to do a bunch of work on your car until you hit eighty to 100,000 miles. So they're going to sell you stuff. And then at the very last resort, is do me a favor, I want you to write it down, everything I need. Because my husband, you know, doggone it, he likes to see things in writing. Or in the, in the event that you're a woman, you can say my dad. My dad lives in St. Louis, and he likes to see. So just write it as if you're talking to my dad. Tell me exactly what it is that I need, and then put the pricing associated with it. Here's the good news. If they're trying to sell you a rack and pinion because yours is bad, and it isn't bad, they're not going to write that down. I hope they're smarter than that. So that happens all the time. That happens all the time. Where somebody is told they need something serious on their car, your air conditioning compressor is leaking, your power steering pump is leaking, but in reality, ultimately, ultimately somebody gets involved and says, maybe it's a different car. Maybe they accidentally both we had two blue Fords in that day and they wrote the wrong comments on the wrong blue Ford I don't know but you don't have those problems now when that happens and you're gonna go to the second shop and say would you look my car over you need to be underneath the car with them you need to go and look over their shoulder and don't let them tell you well you're not allowed in the shop because that just doesn't happen if you're allowed in the shop if you're escorted into the shop and, and, and you're under our care custody and control if you get hurt, our insurance company is going to be first in line anyway. But the fact of the matter is, is if we're walking out there with you, we're going to make sure you're not going to get hurt. We're not going to put you in a position that you're going to get hurt, trip over an air hose, trip over a tire, and fall down, stuff like that. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we do have a caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Greg. Greg, good morning. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Perfect. I, I want to do some writing, so I got you on speaker. Okay. Uh, I've actually called. I've actually called you before. It's referenced my '65 Chevy long bed truck. Okay, uh, been a while, so I doubt if you remember me. But I remember you saying you have uh, somebody that that kind of specializes in '65 
um, Chevy trucks. Well, what what part of town do you live in? I'm in uh, well, the cars that my truck is actually uh, at uh, Glendale, uh, the older part of Glendale, roughly 59th Avenue and uh, Northern. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I would I would send you to uh, Kurtz Auto Repair, I-17 and Bell. Kurtz, um, I-17 and Bell. Yeah, Kurtz, K, with a C, Kurtz. Um, they can handle your 68 Chevy pickup truck, Larry Harker's at 38th Avenue and Indian School. He's been around long before your Chevy truck was born. Okay, 38th and Indian School? Yeah, Larry Harker's. So between Action Auto, well, Action Up North is I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a mile north of Kurtz, so I gave you Kurtz because you're a little south of that. So Kurtz at I-17 in Bell and Larry Harker's at 38th Avenue in Indian School. Either one of those guys. Let me just kind of touch base on something that I think will make you comfortable. It really has to do with the generation that the owner of the shop grew up in. I started working on at a gas station in 1968, so I... I really have a, a wide background in older vintage cars. Chevys, Fords, Dodges, Hondas, Toyotas, Saabs, everything imaginable. And then I, I was part of the generation that got to go from points and condenser to electronic ignition. Then we went to carburetor. We were at carburetors. We went to feedback carburetors where we had an electric solenoid that would meter the flow of fuel. Then from there we went to fuel injection. And then we went to distributorless ignition. We, we, all of us old guys have been through all that. So we have a fundamental knowledge that many people are not, that don't have in our industry. So um, if making it, what is it you want to do on the truck? Okay, well, um, we, that, that truck was left running. Uh, it was uh, inherited from my dad. And, um, towards his last part of his life, he wasn't able to start it up. We were starting it up just to keep it running and then i guess that's that's a bad idea to just start it and shut it off because uh i think it, it does something to the gaskets what have you so it hasn't started in a while so everything's there so you picture a truck that just hasn't been started in a in a long time and okay. whatever damage could be done by it but um i to be honest with you it'd be great to get somebody to come out if i don't i don't think mechanics make house calls unless something's changed and just kind of give it a look over and kind of give me an estimate of what it would what it would take. And I get one free tow from AAA. I'd like to have it towed to that shop with whatever estimate they gave me and let them have at it. Okay. And, I, I want you, know, you to... Is that uh, possible? No. That's a bad idea. First of all, the reason we don't want you to start the truck and let it run for three or four minutes and shut it off is, is you didn't do anything except create some moisture that we didn't have before. If you're going to take the truck, if you're going to start the truck, I want you to go through a heat cycle. I want you to bring it up to operating temperature and then park it and let it go back down. There's no reason, if the truck did start, there's no reason with a little ether or spraying some carburetor spray in the carburetor that you couldn't get it running. And if you can get it running, then all you do is sit inside there, take your cup of coffee, bring the RPMs up to 1,000 RPMs or so, and just let it warm up. Now, it, the worst thing in the world you can do to any car is start it up, let it run for five minutes, and shut it off because you just created a bunch of moisture that we don't need inside the engine. You've inhaled a bunch of cold air. You've inhaled a bunch of a, a whole bunch of fuel because it's cold. So the electronic choke is 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 richening up the mixture. If it's a fuel injected car and a newer model car, same thing. We're 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 adding a, a lot of fuel. So we need to go through a heat cycle. So 
take it out of your head that you're going to go out there and start it up and let it run for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, and it's going to love you more because it's not. It's going to hate you more. So if you're going to take it, it's like a horse. You don't take the horse out of the barn, saddle him up, and walk him around the barn twice and put him back in. You go work cows. You take him out on a trot. You take him out on a big mile jaunt. But you've got to exercise the horse, and your truck is no different. So if it used to run, then if it cranks over, it you need spark fuel and, and you need a starter. So if it cranks over, we're throwing the starter away. It's okay. Now we got to have spark and fuel. More than likely, you're missing fuel. So you get some carb spray, spray on the top. Make sure you have a big blanket close by in case something catches fire. You can throw it on the blanket. And uh, and once you get it running, and then kick it up on fast idle. And then just sit there and let it warm up until you see the needle move. And once you see the coolant, the temperature needle move, then go drive it. And the best thing you could do is get on the freeway and just, you know, put it at 65 miles an hour and go 10 miles down and turn around and come back. We need a heat cycle, okay. so that's what you're missing. Okay. So you're saying there's no need for a mechanic or a specialist to just kind of make sure everything's good to go? I, I... Well, you, I think your expectations are unreasonable. I don't have the ability to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow to that truck. I don't. Okay. And I, I couldn't begin to, I mean, unless the, if the fan belt looks like a frayed shoelace, that's an easy call. But to tell you that the fuel pump's going to work okay, the water pump's going to work okay, the ignition system's going to be okay, the condenser's not going to burn out, the coil's not going to go south on me, I can't do that. And there's nobody that's going to want to go to your house and do that, and the guys that do go to your house to do that are going to sell you the world. So you're best served at a shop, and if you got a free tow, then tow it in there. But I, I okay. think you should go drive it, and I think we, we want the gauge, the temperature gauge, to be between half and three quarters, for sure. We want the oil pressure light to be off, and if you have an oil pressure gauge, we'd like it to be somewhere around half, a little past, a little left or right of the uh, of the center. And 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 the best thing you can do on all those old vintage cars is just go drive them, take them to the daughter, your daughters in Prescott, and you're going to go see the grandkids. Take the truck; it'll love you. And you're going to get out there, you're going to run through a heat cycle, you're going to bring up the RPMs, you're going to put some load on it. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. All righty, Greg, good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. And we got lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 the Patriot. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. 
You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. The Alzheimer's Foundation of America is holding a free educational conference on February 16th as part of its Educating America tour to provide Phoenix area residents with information about brain health, caregiving, support services, and more. Learn more or register for the free virtual Alzheimer's educational program by visiting www.alzfdn.org tour or calling 866-232-8484. <laughs> One minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you'd like to join us, you can 602 508 We have five lines open. Gil is my engineer. He's the uh, dog that makes this thing run. He's the one that makes me sound great. He's the one that makes me hit all my marks. And this show is as good as it is because of Gil. So be nice to Gil because if you're not nice, he'll just push the wrong button and pff, you'll hear a dial tone. 602 508 Automatic transmission exchange. Phil has been around since 1968, and Automatic Transmission Exchange is one of those shops that really was born in the 50s and 60s and has now evolved to the 2013s, 2023s, and and we get into a situation where the fundamentals of the transmission, the automatic transmission, are still the same. However, we've just simply changed the way we shift it. So it used to be vacuum, engine vacuum. It used to be load, how much throttle you're giving it. It used to be speed uh, of the engine, speed of the vehicle, and now it's all electronic. But you know what? The fundamentals of an automatic transmission haven't changed. So if you have a small leak you want someone to look at, if, you, if you've got a problem, a check engine light that's transmission-related, anything like that at all, just remember this, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. It's, it's really important to understand the science of your car, and I'll give you a quick science lesson. Water boils at 212, at sea level at 212. So we turn a liquid to a vapor at 212, but I want your car to run at 220. And you say, well, Mark, all the water in my cooling system will be a, a vapor. And I say no, because once we mix it with coolant, we take water, 50-50 coolant, and we build that. Now we have a boiling point that's 260 to 280. And 260 is the red zone in your car. So I'm going to run you up, and I want the motor to run at 220, somewhere around 220, and I'll tell you why. Because water boils at 212, 
and water is an enemy of your engine, whether the motor is inhaling rain or heavily uh, laden air with water, high humidity, or whether there's water being ingested into the motor from the cooling system, or whether you drive through floods, I don't know, but water is an enemy. I need your gauge to run half to three quarters most of that motor's life if you have something that's newer than a 1980. Half to three quarters. Do not be afraid of half to the beginning of the red zone. That is normal. It's not yellow. It's not red. It's normal. So there's just so many people that are, are of the opinion that if the needle gets past a quarter, it's overheating, or if it gets up to flirts with a half, it's overheating. It's not. It's not. The manufacturer of the car gives you a red zone in your coolant, in your coolant, uh, your engine temperature. The red is stop. That doesn't mean continue to drive another 10 miles to home. When your needle hits the red, whether it's oil or your engine temperature, stop right there, get off as quickly as you can, and turn the engine off. Because sustained driving with the red light on from the engine temperature is going to cause damage, and you're not going to like the bill. And at least twice a month, we get one of those towed in where the motor looks like somebody just cooked it. And you don't need to do that. A tow is a lot cheaper than an engine. So if you have that situation, then you'll have those decisions to make. But here's, here's what we want to do. We don't want to start the car up and just go to the grocery store and back all year long because the car never reaches operating temperature. When we get the car to, get to reach operating temperature, which is 200 to 220, then we're going to boil a lot of the water out of the engine, not, not, not of the cooling system, but moisture in the engine. And we want to get it up past 212, the boiling point, up to 220. We want to clean up the oil a little bit and get the water out of the oil because every time you shut your car off, you get about a half a tablespoon, half a teaspoon of water because the condensation inside the engine creates condensation. As the engine goes from hot to cold, we have condensation, and that equals about a tablespoon, a a half of a teaspoon. I keep messing that up, half of a teaspoon. So the way to get the water out of the oil is one of two ways. Change the oil. That's a bad idea. Just go drive it. Take it to Flagstaff, and don't be afraid if the needle is between a quarter and three quarters. And the higher, the better. Just be prepared to pull over if it gets into the red. That's how it works. It's just that simple. Our industry, in, in, in right now, we've got tires. In the old days, tires used to last 15,000, 20,000 miles. Today, you know and I know that tires will last forty and 50,000 miles with no problem. The front tires will wear out sooner than the back tires because the front tires steer the car. So when you turn the car right and left, you're kind of scrubbing off a little bit of the tread. Where the back tires on your car, they follow the front tires. So they're not leaning and turning. They're just following the front. That's why we want you to rotate your tires. So if you get your tires and you buy them from like Discount Tire or wherever you happen to buy them, Go in for a tire rotation every, I don't know, eight to 12,000 miles with the 10 being the average. So at 10,000 miles, you go in and have them rotate the tires. Why do we rotate the tires? It's simple. The front tires steer, and when they do, they lay kind of over on the edge. So when you turn right, we're going to wear the outside edge of the right front tire, and when you turn left, we're going to wear the outside edge of the left front tire. Because the way the dynamics of the alignments are, that's what happens. Well, 
we don't want to wear those tires out because the back ones are brand new and all they do is follow. So there's no edge wear on the back ones. So the reason we rotate the tires is because we have edge wear on the front and the backs are just as square as square can be. That's what it's all about. That's why you rotate your tires. And then it's normal to have a little bit of outside edge wear on the front tires because the tire kind of lays over as you turn right and lays over as you turn left. So the top of the tire on a right turn, when you make a right turn, the top of the tire goes out and it wears that left front just just a little bit. There's nothing we can do about it, but that's why you're supposed to rotate your tires is get the, put, get the fronts, put them on the back, get the backs and put them on the front. That's it. We're done. And you can have your tire guy do that for you. You can have your garage do it. Some of the quick loop facilities will do it. All of those guys will do it as well. So those are kind of the maintenance tips, but don't go crazy. And, and remember, um, by the way, I should give the phone number, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, 602-508-0960, because we're at 960 The Patriot, KKNT. It's important to understand that your owner's manual is written for you and your car. And it's not good for anybody to suggest that you need to deviate from that owner's manual um, because we live in Arizona, because there's lots of cars that are delivered to Arizona, but that same owner's manual pretty much is across the board. The owner's manual is written no matter for you're from New York, to, from San Diego, from Washington to Florida, and anything in between, the manual's written for everybody. So it's not something that we have to change our lifestyle to to accomplish. 602-508-0960. One of the other sad things is is there's just so much information, uh, in, misinformation from shops who are starving to death because cars of today need about one-tenth of the maintenance that the cars of yesterday did. So we're not doing spark plugs at 10,000. We're doing them at 100,000. We're doing cooling systems work at 80,000 instead of 30,000 miles. We're doing brakes at 50 and 60,000 instead of 25,000 miles. You see the difference. So just be careful. But we'll come back 602-508-0960 and we'll be here for another hour and a half. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive. And getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business. Not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. 
Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. Is the moment I knew that for him... You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at autismspeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All about that Thanks, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we had a gentleman call in and ask about some alignment stuff, and I'm more than happy to answer those questions. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. He asked about tire wear and front-end alignments, and I can explain that to you pretty simple. I want you to pretend like we're sit- you're sitting in the driver's seat of the car, okay? You're sitting in the driver's seat. Both front tires should be straight up and down. Otherwise, the top of the tire should not lean out, nor should the top of the tire lean in when you go straight down the road. It's important for us to get that tire to stand straight up and down because we need to wear the tread flat. If the top of the tire is out to the left, the driver's front tire, the top of the tire is out And we're talking degrees, which is the thickness of about four pieces of paper, okay? So the top of the tire is leaning out. It's going to wear the outside edge of that tire, and you'll know it. So when you look at the tires, you automatically know that's camber. So the top of the tire has to be directly above the bottom of the tire. The tire has to stand straight up. However, when you turn, we need to lay the tire over just a little bit. To get you to turn, otherwise you'd have a heck of a time. So, and that's caster. 
So you have camber is the top of the tire and the bottom of the tire are sitting right on top of one another. It's a vertical line. It's a perfect vertical line. But as you look at the side of the tire as if it's the face of the clock, the axis point is top center and bottom center. But cast camber or caster is like a bicycle tire that sticks out in front of the bicycle. So there's these different angles cause different things. I'll give you an example. Camber, if the camber is out, the outside edge of the tire or the inside edge of the tire will wear aggressively. If you have too much caster, then the t outside edge of the tire will wear as well. But caster, the symptom of too little caster is this. You're driving down the road, and you know how when you turn your car, you turn left, and you let go of the steering wheel, and it straightens right up? If caster's out, then the car won't straighten up. You have to turn and then straighten it up yourself. Turn and straighten it up yourself. And toe in and toe out is the front dimension across the car. It's tire to tire and the back dimension. So I'll give you an example. Let's pretend it's in an exaggerated way. It's six feet in the front and it's six and a half feet in the back. The tires are pigeon-toed at this point because the dimension between the front of the light right front and the front of the left one is different and less than the back side of the tire. So now you're driving down the road with the front tires pigeon-toed and that will aggressively wear your tires. We have instrumentation and alignment equipment that allows us to really, we, we can cut a piece of paper in half. You know what I mean? We can take a sheet of paper and, and take a razor blade and cut it into two pieces of paper. We're talking about a thousandth of an inch. We're talking about degrees. We can get really close. The front tire wear will tell us what's wrong with the car. If you have outside edge wear, then it could be upper ball joints or lower ball joints, upper ball joints, or it could be upper control arm bushings. If you have the, the, the fronts feathered, then it's going to be a toe-in and toe-out problem. So we need to get the front tires parallel to one another and, and stop being pigeon-toed. And if we have too much camber on one side and, 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 and perfect on the other side, then the one side's going to have aggressive wear on either the inside or the outside of the tire. And sometimes, but not always, that tire wear can be adjusted with an alignment. But if you've got a ball joint that's bad, which is the ball joint is the pivot point of the front tires, if the ball joint is bad, you, you can't align the, bro, the bad ball joint out. You can't do that. The window might be three inches, but the ball joint is five inches. So no matter where you put the needle in your alignment setup, you're out of spec. So that's how we know what's going on. But it's also an opportunity for those shops that want to sell stuff to sell you a lot of front-end work that you may not need. Your front-end work that you need is going to be visible on the tire and the tread wear of the tire. It'll be visible. If all you've got is a little outside edge wear on the front tires and you're told you need a bunch of alignment work, you need to go someplace else and get a second opinion. Because if you leave the front tires and the back tires where they are for 20,000 miles, the back tires are going to be nice and square. And the front tires, the outer edges are going to be a little rounded. We know that you left them on the front too long. We can see it. But the repair is not to align your car. The repair is to get those tires on the back, get the fronts on the back, and the back on the fronts. That's it. We're done. 
That's all that needs to be done. On the other hand, oftentimes you'll see a real aggressive inside edge wear from the front tires where the inside edge looks like it's gone 50,000 miles and the outside edge has gone 10,000 miles. So you can clearly see a wear pattern that's developing that's just not completely perfect at all. Well, the inside is usually upper control arm bushings or ball joints. So you're going to have to fix that to get the tire to stand straight up again. So those are the kinds of things that you're going to have to do. Here's a, here's here's kind of a key. If you're looking for a shop in your general area, you can go to my website, MarkSalem.com, and I have a lot of good shops listed. But you can also call one or two or three of the local parts stores, and this is how the conversation sounds. Hi, I just moved into town. I live at 38th Avenue and Bethany Home Road. Um, and you're in the general area. What what shop should I go to? Who's been around a long time? Who doesn't play games? Who has good technicians? Who pays their bills to you guys on time? Can you tell me the name of that shop or maybe give me the name of two shops in your area that you would send your mother or your father to? When you call the auto parts guys, they know who pays their bills. They know who tries parts on and returns them, and that just wads their underwear up something fierce. You take an air conditioning compressor, you put it on the car that doesn't fix the car, you put it back in the box and give it back to the um, auto parts store. They know what you did. They know you just tried their part on. They know that you just completely screwed up their ability to sell that part to somebody else, and they're going to be mad at you. But that's what there's at least a third of our industry, maybe 25 to 30 percent of our industry that does that on a regular basis. And it's at the point, like my shop, if we order a part and it comes with a box that's open, we just send it back and say, give us a box that's closed because somebody's already tried this part on. And so if they contaminated it with the wrong refrigerant or if they didn't use the right refrigerant oil in the compressor, I don't want to have to pay the price. So just send me another one, please. That's how it works. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, have a car question. 602-508-0960. If you're going to talk about a shop and you're unhappy with the shop, don't don't use their names. Let's just talk about Joe's Garage or something like that. 602-508-0960. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org employment. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to... Uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. 
My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. It's, let me see my clock here. It's 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here until noon talking about cars. If you'd like to join us, you can. You just have to call us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's shops in town that I tell you about. It's because I've known them for a long time. Chuck Nyday owns Automotive Dynamics. I've known Chuck since the early 70s, and he's been family-owned and operated in Sun City since 1982. He's on north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. He's a good guy. He's just the only one I can recommend in the Sun City area. Others have applied. Others have sent me letters and notes and stuff like that. But there's a certain criteria I need to be able to say something nice about a shop. I need the shop to be in business a long time, have a clean, better business bureau record, have really good reviews, have ASE certified technicians. I need the owner to be on site some of the time. So those are the criteria. But Auto Dynamics is a great place in Sun City. JR, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, just a question of like preventive maintenance at the same time. If it's not broken, why fix it? I, I, I question is uh, 120,000 miles on a 2014 Nissan Frontier, and uh, you're talking about spark plug changes. I think they have some kind of a electronic device as opposed to spark plugs, yeah, or, or am I wrong? Because there's nothing wrong, but preventive maintenance, you try to change it out anyways, the spark plug device? No, no. I think what you're talking about is is instead of having one coil that provides spark to four spark plugs, six spark plugs, or eight spark plugs, we now have these little bitty coils that sit on top of each spark plug, and the computer fires the coil, which fires the spark plug. So I think that's what you're talking about. 100,000 mile spark plugs are good for 100,000 miles. They're different than we had in the 60s and 70s. The electricity is different. I'll give you an example. In the in the 60s and the 70s, if you got bit by a spark plug wire, it was just shake your hand and laugh, okay? Today, you get bit by one of those spark plug wires, you're likely to wet your pants. It hurts, okay? So we're, we went from 15 to 20K, 1,000 yeah. volts, to, to 100,000 volts. Not too much amps, but enough to get your attention. So, and then we also, we fire, we change the power in the ground in the spark. Before, we used to wear the heck out of the center electrode of the spark plug. Instead of being a nice square tabletop, it was rounded. Now we switch the electronics and, and we wear on both sides. And so there's, it's just altogether different. Plus the spark plugs of today, they'll easy go 100,000 miles. What we don't want to do is we don't want to go 120, 130, 140 because sometimes they get galled in the threads and you have a tough time getting them out. Sometimes you have to pull all the boots off of the spark plug. You have to saturate it with some very thin oil and then you got to work the spark plug out in three days from now. 
And that happens about once a month at my shop where we get a car that's just went too long between a spark plug chain. So that 100,000 mile works really well. If that's what it says in the, in the owner's manual, um, you should stick pretty close to that. Okay. And uh, I guess the same thing. As long as you're changing the spark plug, you don't have to worry about that little coil, uh, so to speak, uh, energy-wise. Do you try to change them both together, or will, you know, uh, is that normally the policy? No, no. My shop, I I wouldn't go with that. Um, I I don't want to do that. First of all, let me change your question. Mark, with those coil over-ignition systems where the coil sits on the spark plug, how often do you replace a coil? Uh, we got a 20-base shop. We do 30 cars a day, and we might replace a coil two or three times a year. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, that answers now, but the wait, question. Okay, wait a minute. But in the boot, I want you to buy a tube of dielectric grease, dielectric grease, and you're going to put half of what you put on your toothbrush, half of that, in the boot. Then okay. when you put the boot on the spark plug, you wiggle it left and right. You've just sealed it from moisture, you've sealed it from contamination, and you've made it really easy for the next guy to get to get the boot off. It's not baked to the spark plug. And that little tube of dielectric grease will cost you 4 bucks. Okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, waiting for the weather to get a little bit warmer, and then I'm going to try it, as you're suggesting, or change out the plug, and uh, hopefully the other people that, have touched the car or followed your instructions, but I don't think so, but I hope so. Well, it, it, it's going to have a little bit of grease coming from the factory, and I don't know if somebody changed the plugs at 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever, whatever. But uh-huh. the, here's the worst thing that's going to happen, okay? You can't get the boot off, and so you end up having to cut it off, okay? So that's a coil and a boot you're going to have to replace, and hopefully not all of them. The second right. thing is, is when you start to take the spark plug out, lefty, loosey, righty, tidy, it won't move. So then you're going to put it all back together, and you're going to put some oil inside. You're going to drip oil down alongside the spark plugs where it kind of wicks into the threads, and you're going to run uh-huh. that through three or four heat cycles, and then you're going to try to get it out. Okay. If you can't okay. get it out and you break it off in there, your bill at my shop just went to a thousand bucks. Oh, hello. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you better you better not take it to a shop after you break the spark plug trying to get it out. There's only a one in ten chance you'll have that problem, but don't don't do don't go past. Just I can't get it out. Take it someplace and have them get it out. Okay. Okay. That, uh, when you, can you use that? Uh, let's see. There's that spray stuff that uh, bee breaker or so. I forget the name of the product, but it's like an aerosol spray. Is that good enough to spray down in that spark plug there? And just in case I'm not, I'm having one jam in there. Let it sit, like you said, for a couple of cycles. WD forty works. WD-40. Okay. So, so you're going to put your wrench on there, and you're going to go lefty-loosey, and it's going to go kind of tight. So you down there by the threads. Then you're going to go uh-huh. right, and then left, and right, and left, and left, and right, and left, and right. And you're going to move it back and forth, back and forth. And then all of a sudden, you're going to feel, oh, well, that made a change, and it'll come right out. Okay, cool. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. All right, you Thank bet. You. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're going to go till noon, so we've got plenty of time. If you have a car question or a car problem, you can. Action Auto Repair is uh, at I seventeen in Deer Valley, I've, and he's been in business since nineteen eighty three. And I knew Tom before he went into business, so I'm going to say early nineteen eighty three. He knows right from wrong. He's a good guy. He's not going to let his technicians BS him. 
They're not going to tell him something he knows isn't true. That's the way it is for all shop owners that are on my list. We're smart enough to know the difference between right and wrong. And the last thing we want to do is have hire some technician to come in and sell everybody everything to enhance the technician's, uh, you know, uh, his paycheck. All these shop owners know the difference between right and wrong. And so Tom is no different. He has ASE certified technicians. Those are guys that have passed all eight automotive tests. That's the highest level certification you can have. So when you're a master tech, as I am, um, then you really, you're the top of the heap. And you have tested in every aspect of the car from the transmission, air conditioning, engines, fuel delivery, spark delivery, front end, brakes, everything. You have certified in all of those. So Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner, and he's a really good guy. We Gil, we don't have anybody? Okay. And uh, I'll tell you another shop in town that's a good guy is Tom Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom and I are cut from the same cloth. We're a little ornery. Um, we think we know it all. <laughs> My mother always said that too, and uh, but we're really good at what we do. Tom has a family car division in his shop, but then he has a vintage car division in his shop. So no matter what kind of car you have, whether it's a brand new car or whether it's a car that's 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, Tom can work on both of those. It's important to find somebody that can do that, and you're not going to find a kid who has three whiskers on his chin that just graduated high school that's going to work on your 65 Corvette. He's not going to have the fundamental knowledge that us old gray hair guys have because he wasn't even around when points and condensers and carburetors were there. So that's why you have to find these kinds of people. Blackwell's, he's good, 40th Street and Greenway, and uh, and he's a friend of mine. All these guys, I were friends. Every single shop I've talked to you about is somebody that I've been friends with for years and years and years. And so that's kind of what's important. But car repair, the self-defense for car expense, this is the default. When you take your car in for, to, for something, oil change, and they start talking and telling you all the things that are wrong, you have to hold up your hands and you say, you know what, I'll never remember all of this. I need you to write it down and then staple your business card to the work order. You see, because if they're not telling you the truth, they'll never write it down, and they'll never sign it, and they'll never t attach their business card to it. So they've told you what you want to know. On the flip side of that same coin, the really good shops are going to say, hey, have you got an extra 20 minutes? Because right now, I'll walk you outside and show you what I'm talking about on your car. I'll show you what's wrong with your car. I'll show you where you need to look at something six months from now. I'll do that. That's the difference. And we have a caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Larry. Larry, good morning. Good morning. Yes, uh, I'd like to check, uh, see if you can assist me a little bit about RVs. Do you uh, handle stuff in the way of RVs? Well, let me tell you about my RV experience. I've driven an RV every north and south highway in the United States from Highway 1 on the West Coast to Highway 95 on the East Coast. I've driven every east and west highway from 10 in the south to 90 to the north. Do I qualify? I would think so, yes. Okay, okay. And I, uh, I, I can help you with your RV. Typically what I do is when I buy an RV, I put solar panels on the roof. Okay. And I just recently purchased a Class A, 
and I had the two 100-watt solar panels put on, and it was I wasn't able to get it into a dealer someplace because of two to three weeks, almost a month in waiting time. So one of the roving-type uh, RV mechanics put it on for me. Uh, it wasn't programmed correctly, and it ended up cooking my deep cell six-volt batteries and killed them. They were less than a year old. And now it's also killed my circuit boards uh, for the uh, tank controls where you check the water on levels on your tanks. Yes. And Your uh, monitor panel. That's called your monitor the, panel? Yeah, the monitor panel. And then a dealer was checking it out and said that it's also fried my refrigerator board. And I'm at a loss as to finding somebody qualified that can handle solar panel installations and okay. the associated electrical hookup. Okay, okay. Um, what kind of RV do you have? Uh, it's a 2006 Fleetwood Storm. Okay, okay. Um, Sun City RV would be one of the places that I would send you to. Okay. And um, Blackwell would look at it for you. Tom Blackwell, Blackwell Automotive. Tom Blackwell, Tom yeah. Blackwell Automotive. Yeah, it would be worth a call. Okay. And Kurtz, Kurtz Automotive. Kurtz now, Automotive. Yeah, then let me explain something to you. You... you this is a lesson okay. for everybody that the guys that drive around and provide this kind of service and, and, and express themselves as being experts just cost you a whole lot of money. So yeah, for um, sure. there, there's, there, there's a lesson to be learned here because, let, let me put it as blunt as I can tell you, if he was that good, that SOB would be working for me for eighty to 100000 a year, and he wouldn't be in his pickup truck uh, uh, handing out flyers to people because he's really good. He wouldn't. Another thing I, I want you to do is, is this is defective workmanship, and I want you to report it to the insurance company for your motorhome. This is damage oh, okay. to your vehicle by others. Damage to your vehicle by others. Not that they're going to go chase this guy down, but they might. They might. But you need to you need to call them first, make a claim, and see if they have a recommendation. But I've given you my three. I'm 50 seconds away from having to take a break. We're going to be back for a second hour, by the way. So if you want to stay with me, you can. But report it to your insurance company. Describe it. Give them all the paperwork. Give them the the recommendations from the guys that have already had a chance to look at it. But the other thing is, is you're either going to go to the dealer or one of those RV places I told you about. If, if you bought it here locally, I'd probably take it back to the dealer that I bought it from, and I'd have my insurance involved, and the insurance company would probably pay this bill. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to pay this bill because this is damage to your coach by others. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. One more time, 602-508-0960. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.